0: what's going on everybody welcome and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brown Guy Podcast Network Uh, sorry it's been a while Uh, it's been a really busy past couple of months but here we are today I'm back with a short episode just interviewing my boy Hubie Hubie is the the brain behind our first book he designed the whole thing handled the layouts Um, he did an incredible job really Uh, so we just got to talk about his his workflow behind it how we put it together you know and uh what to expect so yeah just a reminder uh you can get a pre-order at the link in our bio head to slash shop and you'll find it there so yeah check it out and if you want to support us while we can't do our shows anymore this is the way to do it all right thanks everybody peace enjoy the episode Okay, what's good, everybody? So today on the podcast, we have the brilliant Hubie Razon. Hubie, say what's good, bro.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: Hello, hello. So Hubie is the the talented mind behind our, you know, the whole book, really. (laughs) Hubie, he, he approached me a while ago, maybe over a year ago, saying that he wanted to do a book, and it took us a while to get it going. And when we decided it was time he to leader. give it a try, he pretty much took over the whole project. So Hubie, man, thank you. Thanks for doing this.
1: Well, you know, I just, I just really wanted to do it. And I thought like, you know, Brunga had a good platform to make a magazine or a book. So I figured, you know, why not? Let's just do it Let's see what happens.
0: Yeah. And it took us a while to be honest, um, you know, making a book isn't exactly the easiest thing <laughs> when, you know, you long, got longer, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a pretty long process. And can, can we talk about that? Like once you got all the submissions in, so for context, everybody, we took <laughs> submissions from our own group members to, you know, put together their own, uh, their own collection for a couple of spreads on their own in the book um, with, a, with a pretty broad theme of just 2020 in general, how they were feeling, what they experienced. So once we got the submissions in, like what was your process like from there?
1: Uh, so I had to organize everything into just separate folders, which is pretty normal. And anyways, I just took all the photos and submissions onto the drive and then I put it onto my onto my own um, computer. Uh, from there, it was just pretty easy to set up the entire document and load things up. I'd say, the most time consuming thing was, I guess, contacting people, <clears throat> contacting different people and artists saying, I need certain adjustments to photos or like the resolution's too small or asking them like, Hey, do you approve of this layout? Is this Does this work for you? And, you know, sometimes people would respond in like an hour mm-hmm. or a day or a week or a few days or a week, maybe <laughs> two weeks, maybe a month. So I mean, other than that, it, like, there's like no other problems with that. And it was like the first go at it anyway. So, <clears throat> you know, as most people say, like the first time you do something is always going to take the longest.
0: Yeah. And I think that's something a lot of people don't mm-hmm. realize about our group is like, we're literally everywhere around the world. You know, and then especially in the past year, none of us see each other face to face whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So it is pretty hard to communicate and put together something like this. Even when we do our art shows, it takes five, six months to put together because everybody's on their own schedules, own time, own time zones. You know, everything's all crazy. But yeah, once you um, it's funny because you're doing that and you're contacting these people that, you know, you haven't even really met in real life. <laughs> yeah, like, I was looking through these submissions, like, a while back, and I was
1: like, who is this guy? I've never met this guy. <laughs> and then, like, I, I just see, like, the group chat blowing up. I'm like, oh, apparently this guy's been in here for a while. So I'm like, oh, shit, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, oh. then what And then someone will be like, yeah, it was nice meeting you at the event. I'm like, wait, what event? <laughs>
0: So it's just like super awkward. <laughs> it's all good though. But that's what's funny is like you're putting together these um, you're putting together these spreads for everybody. You're designing and, and making them cohesive, but you don't even know these people and their personalities. All you see is their work. Yet you're interpreting that into mm-hmm. something cohesive and beautiful. Like uh, how did you how did you figure that out? Was that difficult for you at all? Um, a lot of it
1: is assuming things mm. uh, but i mean like after a while like when you start laying things out like you sort of get a feel for you know what is this person trying to express in their work and like i'm not gonna sit here you know for four or five hours and be like you know deep diving everyone's work saying what are they what are like their exact like like goals with their work,
0: right? Like what are what their intentions they're trying to achieve?
1: Yeah. But like for the most part, like I think I've gotten to a point where I can get a general feel for what, you know, they're trying to do what they're trying to tell people. And then what is like the best way to present their work to like an, like a general audience. Mm. So like example, like if someone's reading this, they don't know anything about sneakers or fashion. You know, how can I put this in a way that it will help them digest it? Right. So that was like kind of my approach to this. And it kind of helps that, like, I'm very familiar with all the types of um, art that was presented here. Right. Nothing there was foreign with to exception you. exception of food, I don't look at too many food magazines. So <laughs> that was the only, uh, you don't have any recipe one books? I had to look a little bit longer. <laughs> no recipe books. I should, though.
0: Yeah, you should. It's been a while, though. So I have to look it up. I've just now. For that one. I've just now learned that hubie is a vegan, and dude, you got to cop some <laughs> vegan cookbooks, man. No,
1: man. you got vegan hot dogs and vegan tofu, that's, hot, that's all. you need. Vegan tofu and rice. <laughs> tofu, rice, vegan hot dogs, noodles. That's oh, true. Yeah, that,
0: that's that's about it. And some veggies here and there. Yeah, not bad. Some greens. Not bad. Yeah, so, so like you said, you didn't really know much about the recipes, but then, you know, aside from that, I still think you did an incredible job with that. I like the way you laid out the recipes and everything, which you can see on our Instagram page if you haven't already. Paolo's mock-up is there with two of his recipes. Um, but yeah, I also really like the way you did the dialogue as well. So, for, you know, obviously none of you guys have seen the book yet in person. Uh, Neither have I. Um, (laughs) But what the book has is it has a collection of visual art from – it's primarily photography of course from 17 of our artists and on top of that, we also have the recipes from Paolo and we have you know a short a short collection of dialogue that was one of them was written by Adrian about his experience in 2020 you know working as a nurse in hospitals and then the rest were um transcriptions from podcast episodes their excerpts and you know we just I took the time to collect some some segments that I thought really stood out for me and one of them was yours actually which I think ties into what you were saying before about understanding the artist's work and that's that's empathy you 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 have a strong sense of empathy and, and putting yourself into their shoes to try and understand who they are and what it is that they're trying to create, even though you've never met them before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is available on episode 25, if you want to check that out. <laughs> Give me some more views.
1: <laughs> Correct. Was it episode 25, really? How'd you know? I'm just looking at the book, so that's what it's telling me.
0: Oh, word. episode 25. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hopefully that's right. <laughs> uh it should be if it's in the book um uh, yeah imagine it's wrong it's like episode 30
0: (laughs) i I personally don't remember i haven't done a show in in a while actually um but yeah um i want to kind of go back to the beginning and like ask you how did you even learn to to compose a book was it something you had to learn in school
1: well, no, because like I studied architecture and right, like we're making houses, we're not making books, we're not doing graphic design. Yeah. But um, like learning how to use your design tools and like graphic assets and knowledge is kind of a given, like you have to be able to make stuff in order to like present your idea. So like if you want to make a house, if you want to, if you have a cool concept, like you need to be able to draw that or make that on your modeling software or Adobe um, app. Mm. So a lot of that was like self-learning, just like off to the side, just like grinding these different um, systems, just trying things out. And that's kind of like why I stepped out of photography because like I was just jumping into all of these different things. And before I knew it, it was like three, four, five years later, I'm like, oh, it's been a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. I haven't owned a camera in three and a half years. It's been a while. And that was the thing that brought us all together. Um, But yeah, I mean, this isn't your first time putting together a book, is it?
1: It's actually my second time. So it's still pretty new. Okay. What what Um, was the first one? I mean, like, it was like uh, this student club at UBC. Someone just asked me because, like, they knew I did stuff and... You know, at the time, I didn't really know much about printmaking or, like, making books in general. But regardless, like, when I made it, it, like, it looked fine. It was okay. I wouldn't say it was, like, anything crazy. But anyway, so as soon as that was printed and we handed them out to, like, different students, like, I took a real good look at it, you know, like, like, I was honest with myself, said, like, hey, this is shit, but you can do better. (laughs) And then from there, like, I just started looking at different books saying like, what did they do that I'm not doing? Or what can I take from this to help me be better informed about what I'm making? So try to take that into account when I was making this magazine. So like, even though it's just my only second time making one, it kind of feels like, you know, I've done this several times already.
0: Right. Okay. Um, were there any specific books, prints, publications that you you referenced while you were making this um a few of them are like
1: streetwear Mm. but it's not so much that i referenced them it was more that you know i was looking at all of them seeing like what all these like major publications had in common um things like like hypebeast uh um forgot. It's like, it's called prodism. It was like one of those Japanese ones I was looking mm-hmm, at because
0: mm-hmm.
1: it had like an un- undercover um, editorial.
0: Yeah. I think there's you said like,
1: I think there's like snarkitecture, I'm just trying to name books off the top of my head. I just keep forgetting. Oh. Anyway, they had like really good layout systems. So like, that was like the main thing I was going for here, something that, you know, allows me to be flexible across all these artists work, but like still have some sort of. Um, language that speaks to, or that speaks across all these different spreads. So that was like my main goal. Cause like, I know like we all have different work and everyone has different like ratios and sizes for like their photos. So I tried to think of a system that would
0: accommodate all that. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I feel like you did an excellent job with the layout because Dude, everybody I've showed it to so far has literally given it like a like a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> like, like literally, I've showed it to people in the Philippines, like on my laptop, and like round of applause if it's a group of people. They like, oh, just need a new, <laughs> They just need a hard copy. Yeah, exactly. We all need a hard copy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's that's the next issue. <laughs> hard copies. How are we gonna do it? Um, I'm to order. Place an order yep but yo um not to single anybody out but do you have any favorite selections from the book pick three pick three three
1: all right uh, all right I'm gonna pick you know like the first one I'm gonna go with Paulo because you know he made the food and if I pick him it's not like I'm being a Picking favorites because he's the only food one, so <laughs> I'm gonna go with on that one. Pick the one that you like, took a totally different direction. Exactly, exactly. And you know, I I love the to- the tofu thing.
0: Yeah, of course. Even though
1: I'm vegan, like I can't have all the pork and stuff, but I appreciate the tofu gesture in there. <laughs> and uh, and the avocado toast. Yeah, the, that stuff looked good. Oh, damn, I forgot to put even an avocado have toast. What's that? Oh, ground pork. Okay, never mind. That's ground pork. Ah, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. So close. All right, what else do we got? Two more, two more.
0: I'm going to drop my top three after you as well. I'm still thinking about it, though. I, you
1: know, like, even though I already listened to Justin's podcast, like, just looking back at this little snippet of it, mm mm-hmm. it just it just takes me back so I don't want to spoil anything but like once you read it and listen to this
0: whole episode you'll know why I picked this I agree um, I agree man when I was uh, when I was listening back to that and transcribing it this was back in like maybe early December yeah. I, that was my first time referring back to that podcast since since I recorded it which was maybe in April or May last year I think mm-hmm. like April. And I was typing it out, and I was like, "Damn, man, this guy's a genius. <laughs> How does he think like this?"
1: <laughs> He's got some crazy stuff going in his head. Yeah, right, man, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And he sends me stuff like every few days. I'm like, "Dude, where are you? Where are you sourcing this stuff?" <laughs> it's all just. You need to put me on. Is this like a subscription that you're getting?
0: Like it's all internal. Who is the plug? Who's <laughs>
1: Justin's plug? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the question we're all asking Who is Justin's brain plug?
1: We should invite, invite him to a party one day and we're like, Hey, where's the plug? <laughs>
0: it's
1: like, I am the plug. It's like, You can't go home until you toss the plug, man. Yeah,
0: but for reference, uh if you do want to hear about what we're talking about, hold on. I'm pulling up the episode number right now. Everything's different now. Right? Right,
1: I can read the episode, it's episode 23.
0: Oh you oh, yeah. have the book right in front of you correct it is episode 23 so yeah <laughs> if you want to check out what we're talking about go listen to episode 23 featuring justin peralto we talked about and this is also what his excerpt in the book is about it's about the new normal and of course everybody throws around the term new normal and everything you know everybody keeps explaining like the new normal is wearing masks blah 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 but it's really not the new normal is is a bigger societal question and and justin kind of picks your brain about these types of things. He picks my brain, at least, while I'm interviewing him. And, uh, yeah, he's he's excellent. He's brilliant. Um, yeah, so one more. Pick one more.
1: Ooh. You know, I'm going to have to go with... Uh... Not including yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I put myself at the very, very bottom of everything. Oh, damn. damn. I would have to pay. I think I'm going to go with Jessica's because... Okay. You know, I I thought I had a good time like making that spread, and um, it was like one of the first spreads that instantly came to me. I'm like, yeah, this like proportion, this like ratio between text and like photos, like I thought felt great. So I'm just gonna have to go with that. Don't want to spoil too much, but or maybe i have on instagram
0: (laughs) i think we have on instagram to be honest maybe a little
1: too
0: much yeah so as you guys know jess is the front cover (laughs) and um and we've posted i think all of her stuff already (laughs) sorry jess love you uh yeah I i agree it's incredible um i love i love the way she uses pink i think it's it's very distinct um and it just kind of makes for a good palette for for us it's something different you know we, we rely so heavily on on blacks and blues and reds generally um and it, it's 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 nice to see things in a different direction you know it's very pastel yeah.
1: it's like nice when you don't have to use the black and white and like it doesn't feel wrong like so i was like oh pink cool it yeah works.
0: for sure yeah i'm gonna pick <laughs> three yet i'm gonna pick three favorites without picking any of your three favorites so okay i'm gonna go with yours yours is crazy too many,
1: dude <laughs> too many plugs man too many plugs Yours today. is crazy
0: dude <laughs> it's crazy uh if you haven't seen it yet it just went up on our latest promo um yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Wait, actually, can you, while we're on that, can you talk me through that shoot? <laughs> yeah, so
1: th- this shoot kind of came out of nowhere because, like, I just had so much design work. I wasn't really focused on shooting. So when, when was to, it? Like, this was in, I think, October, November. I forgot. Oh, last year? is not too long. 2020. Oh, wow oh okay i was expecting it to so be a few, few, few months ago few okay months wow ago. perfect anyway um yeah so i just kind of felt like i wanted to shoot and the apartment i'm at had this like really interesting uh, lounge room and i was like this is a cool spot so
0: that's in your apartment your,
1: yeah it's like a lounge room but you have to go up these steps but it's pretty cool. dope um anyway uh I reached out to this model and then like I hit him up with the idea I sent him like a project uh, portfolio or like like an overview of like what I was trying to do like a mood board. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's he was like all on board and his uh, his management was like, "All right, cool. Here's our rates." And then that took like a month to get through. And yeah. then he was just like, "You know, screw it." We'll just do it without the without our management mm-hmm. so i was like oh okay anyway so we did the shoot um it was mostly me standing like in the middle of the room and then the model was like literally moving around the different parts of the room and i was just simply recording it uh like for me like what i was trying to do was to sort of document how this room is used but also like document this like my my friend my model like like transversing through the room and what he was doing right um so I only have three photos up but I get the like the last one you can kind of really tell like what I was trying to go for but I Mm -hmm. don't want to spoiled too much of that for now
0: but. <laughs> yeah you'll see it you'll see it in the book yeah man no i really loved yours dude that one really it really caught my eye um i think the use of black and white is is beautiful there uh was that shot on film or is that digital
1: it's all digital i haven't touched film in a while it's oh, expensive.
0: Wow. okay 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 don't hey, tell man,
1: film's expensive dude like, I, I agree man
0: can... i barely shoot film i don't same, know why tim does it 20 24 bucks, 7 i don't
1: know how i did that so much yeah it's like 20 bucks roll you shoot 100 photos dude when like...
0: tim was in the philippines last year he shot like 40 rolls man in a week yeah that's crazy that's it's crazy it's insane like that's, that's so like much one money camera every
1: finger like...
0: exactly
1: he <laughs> like doesn't film. even need those like 3d ones it's like you can do his own, like, uh, gifts. film gips. just Shooting <laughs> three cameras at once. <laughs> like, Yo, what is that? What camera is that? It's like,
0: these are five cameras. What are you oh, talking man. about? One camera?
1: Get
0: on yeah, my level, man. man. <laughs> I'm but Yeah. Um, so, anyway, going back to the book, I think, yeah, so yours is definitely my top three. I can't pick Justin. I can't pick Jess. I can't pick Paolo. I'm going to put Joey in my top three. Yeah. Um, purple. Both of his spreads, man. I love both of his spreads. I love the green and I love the purple. Um, we did this... Well, Hubie laid out the, the gradient, but we did this beautiful gradient collection of like expired film photos taken by joey and it, it came out gorgeous really it, it ranges from purples to blues to pinks to reds it's, it's really really nice um and you know that photo of the garbage cans dude i fucking love that photo of the garbage cans
1: yeah i'm looking at it right now i it's love that a, photo it's just a peaceful photo
0: it is it is it's so mundane it's
1: just so calming
0: yeah exactly i agree I agree so yeah after so Joey oh man my stomach's rumbling I hope you can't hear that microphone apparently I'm hungry Um, stomach wants to pick a pile spread (laughs) (laughs) true I'm still thinking about that tofu Um, I think my third one shit I need to look at it alright we got
1: a lot of people here
0: yeah we do antonio's is really nice antonio's is really nice How frank's the is pretty from great the editors oh you mean the my forward <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, i will not pick my forward table, as
1: table of contents <laughs>
0: yeah um, i thought the table
1: of contents is
0: pretty good yeah i really like page
1: three <laughs> <laughs> so page one's the best
0: um Shit, I still gotta pick. I really like Royce's. Fuck, I like Tim's. I like Louis. I, I really like Frank. I like Leo. Oh, uh, you know what? I might pick Leo. Yeah, Leo's gonna be my third one. Leo's gonna be my third one. I all of them. It's it's also beautiful. Um, it's it's a part of. So Leo shared works from his his project. Uh, I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. But. Leo's is also incredible. I believe we already posted it on Instagram. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, at one time. So I would say my top three, not including yours, would be... uh, I mean, not including your choices. My top three spreads are your spread, Joey's, and Leo's. There you go. There you go. Bang. Oh, my God. Do you hear my stomach? Can you hear that? wants the avocado toast. (laughs) Oh my god, it's embarrassing. Shut the fuck up. Um, uh, Yeah, I think we covered everything.
1: Um, All I have to say is if you don't order it, you'll be missing out on the first book we ever made.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I totally agree. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. While we're here, I want to just just plug it again, you know, like go pre-order our book. It's our first one. We're doing it because we can't really do art shows anymore. Uh, you know, this is like our mini art show that you yeah, can actually this, hold on to and keep. That's exactly right. This is our way of Bringing the art show to you. Right, exactly. Exactly. It's an art show in your home, at your desk. Port- portable art show. On your coffee table. <laughs> and we don't have to pay for rent for the, the building. Hey, man, we haven't done that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Um, yeah. like we just said, go buy our book. Pre-orders are live now at brownguide.co. Slash shop. Check it out. Hubie man, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me in Vancouver, or <laughs> in your phone, on <laughs> Instagram, <Cigarette. laughs> at Hubie, so that's H uh, U V. Where Can yeah. you drop the address? Uh, yeah, if you location? take a right over
1: here and the left over here, you'll eventually bump into me. <laughs> Vancouver's pretty small. <laughs> it's about the size of uh, half a borough in New York.
0: <laughs> you know how Canadians are. We're very conservative. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, tell the people where they can find you on the internet.
1: Uh, I got Hubie on Instagram, and if you ever see me selling cards, it's on Facebook or
0: eBay, and that's about it. Oh, how's that going? You want to talk about that real quick? Pokemon you, cards? If you sold anything, like... Big Dude, that's money. That's a
1: whole nother that's a whole nother podcast. That man. is a
0: whole nother podcast, but I just want to ask that <laughs> one question. Like, have you had any like huge sales? Uh, I've I've had a couple. I mean nothing crazy crazy, but they're still pretty big. So like what's pretty big on the on the scale of Pokemon cards? Uh don't tell me what card, pretty, I just want to know like value. Pretty big.
1: Okay, like like the like the more expensive cards that I, I haven't sold these yet, but I'm just like like referencing, like you're looking at 350 grand. Holy shit! I think that was like a char. That was like a Charizard first edition PSA 10. Wait, you telling me uh, you I have PS- one? No, no, no. Oh, well, I have shit. one, but it's not. It's not like a PSA 10. So. Oh. It it like ranges from like one to ten. Ten being like the most like pristine or perfect. And then right. Yeah. What? Well, you could just imagine what a one is. But yeah. anyway. I mean yeah like
0: i've just been selling a bunch of stuff so that reminds me i was that's what i was supposed to do the first thing i did when i got to my house was break out the pokemon binders but yeah you never know you uh, could have like a whole fortune there like i i haven't looked at them yet but they're all they're all in pretty damn good shape man because once we opened those packs they went straight into the binders
1: oh yeah i mean yeah might be minty because like I've sold like a few lots for people and like, I remember like, like these guys were expecting me to give them like 20, 50 bucks and then I'd be sending them like, like wires or like e-transfers or PayPal's for like 600 to like (laughs) a little bit and they're like, wait, what? (laughs) So I don't know man, Pokemon's Pokemon's crazy right now.
0: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta do the research, but yeah, um, Yubi man, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for putting together our book. Uh, Thanks for having me. Thanks for for being a genius, man. Oh, got to bring the art show to somewhere. so (laughs) Figured we might as well ship it to people. Yep, exactly. The art show in the mail. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace.